Hello Dork Talkers, uh, welcome to this week's instalment, the fourth episode of the third season. Joining us after a massive uh, massive win against Mighty St Kilda. Very Matthew, impressive. how are we? Uh, I'm Massively less impressive. impressed than I probably could be. Uh, but I'm very it's happy. Almost, uh, always happy. Similar, similar traits to the Gold Coast game, except they just decided um, we'll just win this. We'll scrap. We'll we scrap just needed one enough, more, we... and we got one more. But then we mm. let, we conceded two yeah. more. But luckily, we had that one more. Oh, mate! Let's start. Like one thing straight up. I'm so surprised when. Um, when St Kilda guy crept forward and made it a seven on six. Yeah, at the end. I am so surprised yeah. with eight seconds left, he didn't somehow end up with the mark. And maybe slight play on. Get a, yeah, play on. Get a, get a 50 metre penalty. And For arguing. Just keep. Yeah, and just keep the goal. And it's just like, did we just. Yeah, well, stoked that that didn't happen. So it's super positive. Dude, I heard. So <laughs> straight into it. Do I heard um, a couple of people. So one of them, I think, was Jared Whiteley, Whiteley and another one, uh, maybe Paul Ruse or someone like that, was like, oh, I just really enjoyed the practical umpiring of the guy that was throwing up with eight seconds left and he didn't try to bounce it. He threw it up. And I was like, yeah, that's all well and good when Frio are the ones that are defending a three-point lead or whatever. You, I yeah. had, I, I put this to you. If Frio were down, that ball's getting bounced, and that ball's going at right angles and wasting five of those yep. eight seconds. <laughs> yep. Dustin Martin's just hitting it from the back fifty, just yep. sprinting, bounce, right angles, collects sixty goal, and yeah. it's a no, yeah. no, no, but like if if we were down at that point, I reckon what happens is the umpire likes to bounce. We need every second oh, we can get. Yeah. It goes off at right angles, it wastes four of those seconds, and the next one's like a small bounce and it's a ball up and we lose. We are, no, we're, we're last chance specialists, yeah. mate. You should know Monday's this. Monday yeah. did well at the end of this uh, game as well. Monday, Monday knows what he's doing at the end of the game. Um, but let's let's dive into it. We've got the four points. We're, we're, we're third on the ladder. We are um, third on the ladder yeah. with a healthy percentage. Um, so... Shout it out, big scoreline. We haven't conceded that many points, to be honest. Like 50 or 60 in each yeah. week. <laughs> Have you got it up to read out? Dude, to I got the score devoted? fresh and ready to go. Hot off the press. Uh, 11571 to 91266. Again, I feel like those scores are reversed, and normally we should be 91266 and be losing that game. Um, yeah. But we actually we dominate the game. For the most part, probably except for that St Kilda patch where they kicked like a thousand behinds. What was it? How they kicked so many? Um, yeah. So five three at half time and nine twelve at full time. So they kicked what seven goals nine in the second half, uh, and needed yeah. one of those to be a goal <laughs> to beat us. Um. Yeah, well, similar to Gold Coast in that third quarter where they were just butchering the opportunity. My partner, Shanae, made an interesting point that if teams keep doing this poorly against us and maybe they can't kick straight against us. The curse, us, the juju curse. Do you reckon we're putting bad, bad juju. juju on other teams? We're, like, expelling yeah. the demons from ourselves into the other team. But we've kicked accurately she two said, weeks in a row, I'll have you know. 11-5 yeah. and last week she was, said, like, 9-3 or something, wasn't it? You might bring out the worst in teams and you could win a lot of games. Last week was oh, 8-10, sorry. No, we must have kicked a lot of behinds late. 
Um, how about the... Oh, I have a list of stuff. that are, Can I just explain how I watch this game? So, I was Definitely. working at the time. So, Sunday night emergencies. It's a, or Saturday night, whenever, whatever time this game was. It's not the nicest time to be in emergency. There's just weird stuff coming in. Um, and basically, the first half, I was just checking the score. Um, first quarter, I was like, sweet, we're doing well. Beginning of the second quarter, I was like, all right, sweet. Looks like this is sort of settled. We're like 10, well, like five or six goals up or something like that. It was like yeah. 30 to 10 or something like that. It was yeah, a good-looking worm. Fun. It was a good-looking worm. Um, it was at the peak of the worm, basically. The, the Mount Everest of the worm is where I stopped watching. And then at, at about half time, I was like, okay, it's ready for my dinner break. So I get 20, 30 minutes for dinner. I was like, I can watch a whole quarter. I'll try and watch the third quarter. Um, yeah, whoa, is exactly the right sound to say. Um, yeah. so, so I saw like the end of the second quarter on my phone, just sneaking a few little looks and watched the entire third quarter in the break room. And a guy I worked with was like, who oh, I get along with really well, um, was like, oh man, I think they bring out the worst in you. <laughs> I was like shouting at yep. them and I was like, no, come on. Um, and then I watched probably the last five minutes on my phone. And so, you know, when they were up by like three goals, and I was like, okay, 17 points or whatever. And we're like, okay, we got this. And then we just do stupid stuff. McCarthy has that shot um, from 45 when he had Hogan in the square to seal the game. It's just like, oh, come on, man. Imagine, imagine if I, Hogan's yeah. first goal was sealing the game, a gimme goal from the goal square. Like, how good would that have been? Oh, just I imagine it would have been great over the over the stadium, uh, but no, no, but no, it's have a shot, people. and then Kolya runs into like forty. It's like, dude, this is your go, misses. It's like, oh, cool. Yep. But it's like the people, four people that make the highlight reels at Fremantle. They have to make Hogan's, and they're like, we literally have no social media content. Like, we've got nothing. Oh yeah, and they're like Hogan well, in the goal square. Oh, there's here's a booming right boot. We, we, to the we third could have had tier. a lot, uh, except for McCarthy. Every time he had Hogan open, missed him by kicking it either out in the full or for a behind. But in, in his defence, they're rival positions. Do you reckon it's just self-preservation? He's like, if I never kick it to Hogan, yeah. I'll always get a game. Yeah. Mate, going by Luke Ryan's game, there's a good chance for self-preservation. Everyone's coming out blonde tips. Well, didn't Cox come out blonde tips as well? But we haven't seen him play, obviously. But yeah, there's two of them. Oh. Um, big cocks and huge dicks that probably has some blonde t- I think he was already blonde actually um, so these are some of the notes I had put them away you cunts all in capitals <laughs> this is so when I got home I got home at about 11.30 11.20pm after the game so I knew the result obviously and then I sat down to watch it on record so I recorded in Foxtel and had like a bottle of wine while I was doing it and then they just made these notes. Put them away, you cunts, in capitals. Out yep. on the full out Fair on the enough. full record, question mark. At the at the end yep. of the game, this was just an observation. So Frio obviously winning by a couple of points. Frio bench hold up a sign that was just a square red sign, and Saints hold up a yep. sign that's just a square green sign. It's like I'm pretty sure both yep. of those teams could have figured out that Frio are trying to park the bus. And Saints are trying to score. Like, I don't think you need a red sign to figure that out. Anyway, uh, conceding a shit goal with 10 seconds left is probably like the most dockery thing you can do throughout our history. Just like, okay, we, all we need to do is get this done. Ah, shit goal. Uh, Hogan worst delivery, mistakes slash fumbles, and then just a line here, for fuck's sake. <laughs> 
Great. <laughs> um, I had Tabs competed well, which I think he did. Walter's yeah. so good, but so bad. So he had the most yeah. um, uh, efficiency stat. It was like 90% for his 30 touches or whatever. It was like very good. But then like... 27 oh, disposals. But then it was like mm. him in the back line, instead of staying down, jumps on the pack, the ball rose over the back, and uh, Gresham just runs into an open goal and kicks it. It's like, hey, Walters, how about you don't try and fly for a mark in the back line? How about you try and try and fly mm. for a mark anyway, one, but two, particularly in the back line. Um, and then the second line was goals over the top because everyone flies because we have four people go yeah. up for every mark and they're like, oh, weird, like we have no one down. Mm, yeah, well, it's like it's like the Mighty Ducks system when there's a pack contest. Like, we all got to fly yeah. together. Yeah, true. Ducks fly together. It's literally like... Ducky flies yeah, together. we all going. Um, so, are you going? Yeah, I'm going. Luke Ryan was really, really impressive, though, I thought. Um, do you reckon, touching on your point about the green light, red light, do you reckon that's all that runners did? Oh, I just... Sometimes I think that's all our game plan is. It's like... Green. Checking runners green. are running out there and they're like, it's green. We're green at the moment. And they're like, Ooh, we're, we're orange. Red. We're red. orange at the end of the oh, Hold on. Dude, that might are be a game plan. It might be traffic light system. Um, uh, if, if, if we had a game plan, it'd be like orange. They're just not sure what to do. Like, here we go. <laughs> we sort like, of speed at some times, but then we stop at others. Um, and we're always guys, a little, we're always a little bit running, he's, <laughs> he's running around like green light. Green light. Yeah, green. <laughs> nah, I thought it was a scrappy. It was a scrappy encounter. Um, I would like the whole game. I was like, we just lacked like a, a click to put the. We just had to put them Dude, away. We, we like, just had to blow them away. So like Saint Kilda think, hung yeah. in the contest so well, and their quality, like they got yeah. quality players, and they hung in. But there were times there where we should have we should have put them away and we should have had the class to yeah, um, that's our downfall I think that is 100% our downfall and Colli- but Collier should have finished and Carter um, should have passed you know, over, flips yeah. the game a lot um, Matera had that good running goal which I thought was good Matera um, was an X factor in the end which is really really good that he popped up yeah three goals I, I feel like people yeah, that are I, like oh Matera is now our good player it's like I don't think he'll do that many times but it's great that he it's great that we still nah. won because basically he kicked those goals um yeah, I mean, I don't know his touches. He had 16 disposals and 100, 170 metres gained. That's pretty good for him. But his three goals, I think, one was that mark at the end where it was, I think, um, yeah. Duffield referred to it as a dead lead. Like you lead and then the kick goes too high, obviously, because we're a Freo team. We never kick it at you, we kick uh-huh. it above you. And he had to stop and prop mm-hmm. and take the mark and cop that contact. And he still took it and went back and hit the goal. And then he had a crumb yeah. one. And then he had Very uh, a different one. I forget what his third goal was. But he had three types of goals, basically. Oh, no, that diving mark in the pocket. Where he then spun around and kicked on the left. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I thought, I thought he, man, he did pretty well. Um, he popped up. I got an interesting one for you. That when they're failing to get things going... Um, Nathan Wilson seems down on form. Can you see him getting thrown around the ground a little bit? Do you reckon he gets played too one-dimensional? I reckon we could put him on a wing or something. Um, the thing is, he's not... I don't he's see why... Def- he's, he's very good... We, we talk about this, but he's very good defensively. Like, he's a good spoiler. He can, He's quick, so he makes up the pace and then, then punches it away. It just seems like he's sort of, like, not interested or... 
bit injured or something. I don't know. But it's like his people are expecting him to run carry to be that person, but his role is almost like a shutdown or I'm not sure, like, because... But I I wouldn't mind seeing him... Like, why, why can't Wilson get thrown into the midfield? Yeah. Like, why can't Wilson get thrown... Like, why can't him and Walters just, like, just swap? They're similar size, you know. I'm sure Walters can play in the back one. Like, just wildcard. Yeah, like, I, I imagine he's not Walters off a midfielder type player, but I reckon he could play on a wing easily because he just needs a bit of space and the ball. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. I haven't thought... He's definitely been a little bit quiet and a little bit down. He did one thing against Gold Coast because I remember, I remember it was like in the first or second quarter and he just took off from like the back flank, weaved through about four or five people and looked like he was picking up pace and just bombed it into the into the forward 50. I think we ended up getting a goal out of it and I was like, man, that's all we want you to do, just you know, run 10 and kick it. Um, but it looks like him and Ryan are just the kick-out kings and Ryan gets all his marks and stuff and Wilson just sort of doesn't really do much else. Slim Shady. Oh, yeah, the Slim Shady haircut. Um, oh, well, each their own. He backed it up, didn't he? Yeah, well, he haircut the haircut and he walked the walk. Yeah, he, he dorked his dork too. Maybe we'll get him on. Um should, I don't think it's that easy. I don't think it's like maybe we should get him on. But uh, no, no, we're sure we good. have our choice. Um, our choice of anyone. Uh, so Conker was the other one. So Conker had like 25, 27 touches. I'm pretty sure, I'm sure last week he had like 25 or so. And he's been doing pretty well. Just like, because you don't notice him too much, but he must just rack him up inside and he gets a few kicks. Um, I'm not that. Imp- I'm not blown away by. But him, no, no. But he's playing exactly the role we need him. Someone that just comes in and gets twenty to twenty-five touches that aren't like no, aren't like. Not st- that, but he wasn't brought in as like five two point or Neil. He was like, we need someone that is not developing, basically. So him and Collier are just two players that we brought them in, and we want them to play how they played. We need some. Yeah, I just very. I seen him. I seen you know what I seen too much during the game. Too much soccering off oh, the ground. Oh yeah, you did text me that. There was a lot of soccering off the ground, dude. There was a why lot they, of balls why, going to ground them to do that? because our players were making you know sandwiches at half time and obviously got all the butter all over their hands. I've never. When I was watching it, I was like, I swear, I was like, I've never seen this much. Like, why are they even trying to soccer it? Like, I swear, in any other game I watch. You don't even Mate, see it. The, and then it's like, it's like, why is he trying to bang it out of the back 50 by soccering it? It's because we drop the ball and we can't pick it up, so they just clear it. <laughs> hey, did you not watch that clip? That fucking... <laughs> oh, oh, if you didn't watch God, it, he got there. to McCarthy, back to Langdon, then hand pass, and then slip over, and then turn over goal. It's like, good God, we, we literally should have been having a shot on goal. But instead, yeah, it's a goal that let it back in. That was, yeah, that was, that was the goal that. It's when the it's when the worm turned. Yeah, that was the peak. That was the top of Everest, and we came well, slipping we, back down. We had, we had a massive response. Oh, uh, Alex Pearson Hamling social media again. I thought so. I just wanted to mention that Alex Pearson Hamling is still doing good. Um, go on. Sorry. Just a massive response on social media. I thought while we're reviewing the game, we should maybe run it into. <laughs> Some yeah, of the questions. A lot of, a lot of one the of the questions had from Jones after their name, but that's okay. We think we're sponsored by the Carrington Jones family. 
We had one in there from a uh, not a not a fan, a host favorite, old Cameron White. Yeah, okay. He wants you to stop knocking the mic. I want to let him... I don't have a yeah, mic. I I've, got, mic. I've got Apple headphones. It could be me clicking the mouse, but that's because it's, I don't know the players' I get names it, I get stats. it only too on my computer when I like. I have to change windows and stuff, and then the, the, the mic's real sensitive to it and hears it. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Cam. Anyway, so we'll go through Duck. We'll try. So Duck raised an interesting question, which he texted me earlier. Um, is Ross the boss the greatest coach of all time because he gets wins with our terrible team that makes stupid mistakes or is he a horrible coach who can't improve his players and makes them worse? I think he is literally both. So he made Subin a 100-game player. Um, So all those people, (laughs) Daniel Pierce played over 100 games. Like All those people played at a higher-than-mediocre standard long enough to play that many games in AFL and kick goals and do stuff but I think also there is not enough focus on skills that we don't improve in those areas which is our major downfall which is why we always are complaining about the McCarthy Langdon incident McCarthy yeah well that's I mean Rosie Carrington Jones brings up the same point I mean is it is it lack of talented players or is it talented players that aren't being coached well yeah, she did. So, um, look, I think it's probably, it's we bring in talented players and we only do the bare minimum on the general skill stuff. And Duffield always talks about Frio are structures-based and Eagles are skill-based as their, like, ethos. And so Freer players generally know where they're running, but once they get the ball, that's where we lose it. And it's been the case since... 2012, 2013, like we lose games because certain stages we turn it over and they score on us rather than teams just start beating us from the back line or whatever. Like we're we're always in the right places to get a turnover and then we will screw it up and give it back and then they score on us. Now if you think about the 2013 grand final, how many kicks we kicked to Brian Lake. Um, If you think about 2014 semi-final against Port, we missed all those goals and left left the door open basically and then turn it over and they get goals. 2015, Chris Main in front of goal, misses. Uh, they go down the other end, kick a goal. Uh, the Sheridan drop mark. Like all those little skill-based errors along the way, you can all be standing in the right spot, but if you give the ball back that quickly, then you're, you're toast. So I think it's... I think yeah. it's a focus thing and an ethos thing that at training we know where to stand but we don't know what to do with it when we get the ball. So I don't know. It's an interesting one. It's yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like it's sort of I'm I'm very much fifty fifty on whether I care about Ross Lyon being the coach anymore. Because I think if we get a new guy in they still know where to stand, but they might be better kicks and hand passes. <laughs> and I'm sick of being angry at the basics. <sighs> so sick. Well, let's keep um, let's keep charging through. We won't get to the contentious question. Um, there's a lot of people asking. Well, not a lot. There's only nine, really. When is there? when is work big talk one. coming out with merch? I'm not sure if he's talking about dick um, talk or dog talk. There. I think you got yeah, Jack got. I think you got an auto correct there with the dick talk. <laughs> we're not ready to even create that podcast, let alone bring out merchandise. Uh, what do you um, mean we're not ready? You're not involved in dick talk. 
This is a terrific one though, and there's. I actually got asked this on the weekend about Sandy. So if Sandy is up and running, is there a spot in the team for him since he is a slow oh, talk? Aaron Sandalhands. Uh, yeah, I think Aaron Sandalhands. I don't know. He could live till sixty, and he would be able to put up with the pace of the ball. <laughs> well, he doesn't take marks anyway, so he doesn't really need to get to the full of the ball. What's quick? What is it? What's quick about it? Like he just has to get it. Get an open boundary line and then make his way five meters to well, when, contest. When throw. we move the ball properly, like we did a couple of times against Saints, we did once or twice against Gold Coast, and we did all day against the Roos. When we move the ball pro- properly, it doesn't actually hit at all. At all, it just goes through all the smalls, nah. basically. Like we're just all on the break. Yeah, and we're moving it quick enough that it doesn't matter what size you are. Um, nah. So it's only it's only basically it's down the line kicks when we fall into our old ways that we need sandal sandal he should be like you know when Shaq got drafted and they were like he's too old so Shaquille O'Neal started running the court they were like he's and then he was going for big he went through the big dive Sandy should just like be on a fast break and just like steamroll just Just like nah I'm getting on the end of this fast break and just go full hand like full sprint up the guts the third question Jackie asked Think we'll cover later on, relating to the boo, the ghost of Optus Stadium. We'll cover that mm-hmm. later on if you want. Um, Cam Whiteford, stop knocking the mic. Sorry, Cam. Um, Max Phillips, who was very impressed with our Ross Lyon, Paul Ruse rumours. Any new conspiracy theories this week? Do you think Hogan is getting too much flack for sports? I think Hogan's getting way too much flack. The guy should have had five more possessions just purely from out on the full kicks. And he should have had the winning goal, like the ceiling goal. Hogan's going to be fine. No one should worry about Hogan. I think I'm worried about Hogan being like, I quit because this team sucks. Well, there's questions like it's, it's Hogan's, he's proven it's not like he's a number one draft pick and he's coming yeah, in and you he know he's 150 goals at Melbourne. In 70 games. Yeah, like you know he's excellent and you know he can play the game of football. Like, you know he's capable of that. So yeah, He's also a new draft pick. You can't expect someone to come in and be... Yeah. He's, but the thing is, he's been really good. Like, he's been probably in our top 10 players both last two weeks and probably in our top five last week. Um, so he's not that bad. I think people need to chill out. Mm, I still think I don't mind. I don't mind that can get a refund. <laughs> I like that. Sam Lowry. Sam Lowry, how are you going, mate? I don't think you've been a poster before, but I'm loving it. Um, how much are we paying Luke Ryan? How much should we paying him? Well, I think M&M tickets were about a hundred dollars a ticket, and he filled up the stadium. Is that correct? So. Whatever yeah. he got, oh, I think that's... dollars and some. We're really more than that? That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, like, I think, like, front standing was well Oh, yeah, yeah, but they're expensive. But anyway... Do, do you know, still, one of the best footy songs is um, 8 Mile Instrumental? Like, at, like, before the game and also at halftime or three-quarter time? Well, clearly you haven't been to a live game when the guy on the roof... No, I haven't. Not yet. I'm coming over in in, in June, I think. The best one is whatever ACD song. I think it's TNT we do, don't we? Yeah. That the other one is Wolf Mother. Um, whatever song that is. It Luke Ryan, well, we love him. Luke Ryan's a guy. We love him. 
Because he's got a, his head's as hard as a cat's well, he, Dude, we've been speaking about him for many a week already. Yeah. Uh, he's a cat's head, and it's now he's now a bleach blonde cat's head. Which doesn't soften it. We assume it doesn't it's soften probably hardened it, if anything. The hair now no longer has any natural qualities of softness, and so now it's hard and spiky. So it's even more deadly than before. Um, Man, he would go back into a pack... If like going back was like he gets challenged so often, say, yeah, I agree. Oh, I'd be like, that's the freeway. That's the freeway coming south, tough. and we need you to go. He'd be like, yeah, I'll go back. Dude, so that. so last problem. year, um, before must have been before round one or round two or something like that. I went down to I was back in Perth, and Dad and I went to a Peel game, and there were heaps of Dockers there. It was like Crowden was playing his first game, I think. So I remember seeing Crowden there and. At walking past him, be like, "Hey, mate, congrats!" And he was like, "Oh, thanks, buddy." Um, little did I know he'd become my nemesis um, on field. I haven't had anything wrong with him off field, but uh, I remember we were driving home and uh, driving next to us was Luke Ryan and maybe Man or something. And Luke Ryan's car is like a lowered uh, SS Ute, basically, like Hong Kong. Oh, <laughs> and, and it was just, I, I was like, I am not surprised at one bit by that and he was sitting there like his foot yeah. basically up on the dash like a hand draped over the, the steering wheel and I was like yeah man yeah. he's a bogan but he plays like a bogan yeah epic in yeah. a good way oh that's what I think we need more Robbie um, Forsyth well, hang on one more I don't want to oh this is because I asked about what we want to say I don't want to see a dozen out of it nah let's board. roll into let's roll into derby talk because the rest of the questions are derby talk so let's roll into them and since we're rolling into derby talk Jaddy oh I didn't work <laughs> <laughs> we got we there got is. some sound effects but you got to listen to me click <laughs> so it's going to be like oh you just click, there's something coming Oh, yeah, mate, yeah. Um, we'll try not to overdo it, but let's get into the. Um, into <laughs> the booing controversy, and I didn't mean to do it then, I was trying to load it up ready for it, but we've gone for it. So we've got the booing sound effect, we're going into the derby. Um, mate, so this is going to be interesting. I have, a, I have a bet at the moment with a mate. Uh, who will not be listening? And he, I was like, "Does anyone want to bet that the Eagles will boo audible on the telecast?" Andrew Brayshaw. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll get down to that bet." So I'm betting that they will, and he's betting that they won't. Pretty mental. If, if we're going, if we're going straight into the so, Jack Cameron and Jones thoughts on this? Stop booing. Um, I think what will happen is. They won't. They'll go in there like, we're not going to boo him. We're not going to boo him. And then the pocket of Dockers fans will boo Andrew Gaff. And then systematically, the whole rest of the crowd will respond and yeah. boo Andrew Gaff. The Eagles fans are very I susceptible think, to the booing virus. Um, the thing that annoys me is it doesn't matter with them whether they're 10 goals down, 10 goals up. It is just systematic, like, someone else is booing, I'm booing, like... We're doing it. Really? Like, it's not even in a response to what your team's thought. Like, last year's derby, when he got hit, like, they were so far ahead. Like, I was like, if the Dockers were this far ahead, I would literally be tuned out. Like, I would be like, this is epic. Like, we're so far up. We've got to win. Like, but they are just like, 
cheering every goal, booing every Dockers goal if we got one. Every free kick. Like, yeah, it's mental how wired they are for the whole game. I kind of suspect. Yeah, which is uh, credit to them. Drug related. Mm, conspiracy. That's a new conspiracy. All um, Eagles fans are also drug cheats. Well, since uh, did you want to? Um, I can maybe give you a sound effect for the next question. Is there any requests that you want for one? I've got a sports. I got a. You probably don't want anything from the sports category. Um, you can get a bowling strike. <laughs> no, you pick, mate. Surprise me. Um, okay, well, read read the final question, and then. Um, I'll launch in with... So the final question was from Rob Forsyth. Sorry, my phone. We're back. We're back, back, back. Show them how we're back. Free oh heave oh. I don't want to see a dozen out-of-the-bounds in the full. Can the best of the Dockery Dockers get an ugly win over Wet Toast Saturday? And we'll Oz do a live pod if they do. So, firstly, I think... I think... <laughs> Was that a flushing toilet? Jumping into the pool. That was a flushing toilet. (laughs) I actually, I am quietly confident that we are nowhere near, this is sort of breaching on some roughy club, but I'm quietly confident that we're nowhere near the $6 that we're being offered. And I feel I understand exactly why. But, um... I remember back to last year when people were like, free, we're going to get pumped. And we ended up probably should, could have won, should have won, lost by, I think, eight points or something like that. And I remember the coach's boxes after was like Adam, a very relieved Adam Simpson, like celebrating. And I was like, <sighs> for the premiership team to be celebrating like that, even though it was only round four or five, it's like, I think we gave him a scare. Um... um. I, I think we'd be lucky to get within 10 goals. You know why, though? So it'll be whether we play, like, round one, where we don't miss targets, we hit hand passes, we move the ball relatively quickly, or we play, like, round two and parts of round three, where we miss hand passes, we don't hit targets, we move the ball slow. So it's literally a flip of a coin of what team comes out. Eagles will mm. punish you if you turn the ball over in, defense, in your attack their defence because they don't give you the ball back very much similar to the Hawthorne team that used to cut I us think up. If, so I think if Fawn suggests I think we'll I think dude, I'm not I am the Dockery the Dockers we're um, two Dockery unless right we now. kick it out of the bounds if we kick it out of the bounds heaps so much that they can't get possession or movement maybe that would work yeah we'd keep kicking it out of bounds and hemming them in their back line so there's no kicking yeah, rules. I'm just, oh man, I'm not confident. But, Interestingly, um, at the moment, well, though, should... if you kick it out on the full, it's better than kicking it behind because the behind rule sort of opens up the field, whereas the out on the full yeah. is like you're hemmed in. Yep. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Oh, I just thought on if we're if we're rolling, if we're talking about the biggest rugby in the week, we might as well roll into Some the club. Yeah, might as well get into Well, I sent you I all my predictions. Got, ah, we got Pun Club. Uh, so last week we both... No, you lost. Did Carlton win last week? Yeah, yeah. you at Carlton. I went Bombers at 280 and... Ew, 
I rolled. Mate, I rolled. I had. I've won two, and you've won two, and we're getting like more than two bucks. People should start backing in our ruckies. Yeah, I had. I had. Sports better onto us. Either Carlton, Essendon, or I had a third in there that was my possible tipping. Uh, no, I went Adelaide. We, I went yeah. Geelong. Um, but I just had them as my Carlton or Essendon I was tossing up and there was Gold a third Coast? one and I was like, oh. Um, it might have been Gold Coast as well, but I went Carlton and yeah, obviously. Didn't the Gold that, Coast but, um, make us seem less shit? Yeah, oh, mate, tell you what, if, you, if you're looking forward to the Western Derby, the Q Clash is going to be massive this year. Mm, it will be too. Is that two weeks time? I'm not trying to go to that. I think the first one uh, in the Goldie. Oh, mate. Metricon sucks. I don't like Metricon anymore. <laughs> oh, the Q Clash, the Q Clash, what they need is a good king here, and that will be massive. Oh, yeah. Big Stephen May. Uh, he's gone. Um, go on. Well, rolling through, the standout obviously being a um, Dockers podcast is tip Dockers for your roughie. Well, I do have them in here. So what I was thinking though was, um, so my 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 Edge. go-to's were D's at two twenty versus Sydney. D's haven't won at the SCG yep. for a very long time, but I just feel like Sydney are vulnerable and D's are due. Um, Richmond at three forty-five versus Port at Port. I'm very dubious about that. I think that's probably a fair price. And then Carlton at two twenty against the Gold Coast. Like Gold Coast aren't that good. Um, but I'm going to look at Dockers. I'm going to give us like a 30-point head start and see what sort of rough angles I can get there. <clears throat> this is something I probably should have prepared earlier, but I did not. Hence, here we go. Dockers, 30.5 30, points head start at two bucks. Yeah, right, I'll get on that. Yeah, that's not bad for doubling your money. Um... Yeah. I think, well, I think Melbourne, oh, you got to, like, eventually a team like that's got to, they've got to do something, don't they? Well, Wayne Carey predicted thought, Melbourne win the next five in a row. Oh, mate, Wayne Carey. What a spud. Dude, I'm, I doubt Wayne Carey even looked at the draw, to be honest. <laughs> oh, if he listens, he, you yeah, are he does. an unwashed spud. You're the spud in the spud section that's not washed and no one buys. Uh, my one, though, uh, St Kilda, I think, late on Sunday against Hawthorne. Ooh, pain. Yeah, $3. Three is the Hawks. All right, I like that. I don't think... I think St Kilda back at home um, and Hawthorne just... I don't know. Yeah, I'm a bit off. Them they're not. Yeah, they're not How's as convincing Richmond as losing yeah. Cotchen and Dustin Martin now, so they don't have um, Rance, Rance, Rewald, Martin, Cotchen. How did how did Martin get back to one week? How did Martin get uh, to one? Medium impact to low impact because the guy fought in after, so it's like the whole medium impact thing. Just seems like now. So what they did, is, but I was just watching three sixty before, and Jared Waitley is a very measured opinion of lots of things in AFL, and he was like, "What well, seems like what they wrote into the rule, which was a punch to the head or an elbow to the head, a strike, if it has potential to cause damage, then we'll charge it more. 
even if it doesn't cause damage, and then Tribunal like, well, that's low impact because the guy was fine, so it's being thrown out. So he's like, I think that rule's now just being thrown out by the Tribunal. <laughs> so whatever they tried to do to like crack down on punches has now been thrown out. So they need to write something in makes... else in saying like, if you hit someone behind the ball, regardless of if they're not concussed, like it's still plus one week or whatever. Like that's I don't know how they do it. Uh... Why don't they stop putting things into the telemarketer's table for the tribunal? What? What do you mean? You know the, you know how we talked about the table, the little oh, telemarketers yeah, yeah, yeah. that you call up and they've just got their table <laughs> got and they're like, prices that. everywhere. Yeah, off ball, oh yeah, okay, click. It's like low impact. Does not oh, compute. Okay, medium, yeah. <laughs> Dustin Martin, medium. Dustin Martin plays for Where's... Victorian team, minus one week. Victorian team, click. What number does he wear? Where's the number four? Also, alright, this is jumping into MRP, but I wasn't even going to talk about this. So after the game, when they were like, Dustin Martin fucking elbowed someone in the face to Damien Harvey. Damien Harvey's like, well, he was being tagged all day and fans come in yeah. to watch number four play. And so I don't think it's appropriate. Exactly. It's like, ah, so if you get mildly tagged, you're allowed to elbow people in the face. I feel like that is the richest comment coming from Damien Hardwick, whose job was to run off the back of the square and hit someone as hard as they could when they were playing in the game game of footy. I feel like him, Chris Scott and Brad Scott were all the biggest thugs and now they're the biggest sooks now that they're coaches. They're like, my player got dealt badly. It's like, uh, hang on a minute. You just got, Dustin Martin got beaten by an ex-Docker who wasn't even, like, you got beaten by Matt DeBoer. Like... But he probably didn't even get... He got beat by the whole midfield... Like, I feel like Richmond got, got tagged beat, out. Really? He got tagged out by the ball. got beaten and like, Dustin Martin got break. frustrated. And he, he's probably not emotionally that intelligent. Man, how you can't... Like, you throw an elbow... And the thing is, like, you throw that elbow... It's on the... It's on every... Everyone sees it. Everyone watches it. And it's like, that's a week. It's like, it's not... You can't be running past someone that far off the ball and go to strike them. And just because you're not clever enough to, like, you've got to ask them, what was your plan there when you went to throw your elbow, Dustin? Like, what were you up to? Like, what were you trying yeah. to do? Hey, like, mate, what well, was your you know, idea like, here when you threw your elbow well, out of your face? We've just got this footage here, and we just want to clarify. It's not the footage of you pretending to snort a line. We'll get to that <laughs> next. It's, it's this one with your wandering elbow. Like, what, what was your plan? And Dustin's like, oh, I just wanted to um, get his chest. It's how they can't get that out of the game is ridiculous. Like how you can't get any of that, like hits to the belly, jumper punching. Like how you just can't eradicate that is 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 just insane. Like it should be like it should be real easy. Like it is. Can you not just give like a ten grand fine? Or, like, can you not just suspend them for three weeks and be like, this is what we're doing now? Like, just don't do it. I feel like there just needs to be not MRP rules for behind play stuff. They just go, okay, this is just purely decided by me, the AFL guy. There's no, if it happens behind play, there's no grid. There's no telemarketer's grid. It's just me deciding this. And then you can challenge it with me. And then what would his challenge be? Oh, well, he only went down for a little bit. It's like, yeah, yeah, but you came and elbowed him in the face behind the plate, so you're getting two weeks, mate. <laughs> and then what's the? And then they can't no, challenge it. Just like, they just need behind the play stuff. They just I reckon they just need a separate grading for behind the play. 
and it needs to be not a fucking grid where they can be like, it's low, not high. It's like, of course, there's not going to be three fucking distinct gradings of hits because no hit is going to be into a perfect square. Oh, man, it's so ridiculous. They, they just, I, I think they just oh. need more... Well, interestingly, they need to make this more complex to make it better. They need to not have fucking a simple four-box grid for how to, tribu- how to use a tribunal. It's embarrassing that every week it, you, you can't... Like, they're professionals. They can extract themselves from the heat of the moment and not... Like, they can be taught not to do that. Like, it should be quite simple. But they're like $1,500 fine. Like, I did a lot. Like, you can break yeah. behaviour. Like, surely. Mate, I watched an episode of Border Security before and this uh, ethnic budget. lady brought in two suitcases full of food, which were... Was literally she had like three shirts in there, and the rest were they were big suitcases. It was all food. It was, and then she kept tick, tick, tick no on food. And they're like, "Why do you tick?" Yeah, she's like, "Oh, sorry." It's like, dude, you only have food. What do you mean <laughs> you forgot? <laughs> anyway, she got like a three hundred dollar fine. I was like, this person nearly ruined agriculture in Australia, and it gets a three hundred dollar fine. And Dusty Martin earns a million dollars a season and gets a. <laughs> I just feel like it's unfair. <laughs> Oh, it's ridiculous. But, um... Oh, there's a couple we, more MRPs. Should we somehow... Actually. Can I read them out? Yeah, one of them was One of them was actually off. a pat on the back. It was from a guy that's... I don't actually... I've never met him. A guy called Matthew Passmore on a doctor's thread where Fife was coming in for his concussion test wearing a beanie. And then he just goes, who wears a beanie on a 35-degree day? I don't think he's going to pass his test. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... That's a fair point. Um, the other one is no, that doctor. dude, the lawyer that's about to sue the AFL, and he's like, "There must be a nineteen-day concussion. Like, players can't play for nineteen days." And it's like, "All right, firstly, you're a lawyer. Secondly, you're about to sue the AFL, so you're just drumming up support. And thirdly." <laughs> all the media outlets were like, oh, that means he can't play next week or the week after. It's like, hang on a minute. <laughs> Firstly, let's go back to this dude that's a lawyer that's just throwing something out there. And secondly, now you're counting how many games Fife can't play for of this guy that's random that's just come out and said it. I think that's that's probably a couple no. of weeks off. And that guy gets banned for I Fife think, as well. I think we'll see Fife in a helmet. Yeah, I reckon we'll see him in a helmet or he might not play for a week. Like, I, I think we'll find out relatively soon. And it's not that big of a deal anyway, because we'll probably get pumped regardless. Um, but... Yeah, um, I don't know. What do you reckon? Um, well, I don't want to touch on this. I want to dive into... Um, Can we get some smoke out loco? What's Oatsy been up to? Oh, well, oh mate. Heavy hitter. He's obviously always up to a bit. He's running some... Some more theories. Ah, a few months later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's... Um. He's obviously got. He's got some. Um, he goes bush. He calls it. I'm gonna go bush. Um. Which is code for check <laughs> What does he have? Like a little plantation somewhere. Don't ask. Um, don't want to know. He's tried to. He's like, oh, you know. And I'm like, nah, I'm all good. Like, all good, mate. All good. He's like, oh, mate, I got you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, all good, all good. <laughs> I don't 
Is he? Is he a um, but TA? His latest... Did you say? What's his role again? He's a TA. Yes. A yeah. lifelong TA. Yeah. Yeah. He's um he's punching over his fifties now, probably. No, he seems like he's um, an asset to society in most most regards. He's fostered a dog. He's working. He's paying taxes. Probably paying taxes. I don't know. And he's, giving us it, well taxes stories. on certain things. Yeah, his latest one, it's a short, sharp theory. Um, you might be oh, able God. to... He was... It's medically related. So he told me today he wears those... It goes back to the Respect shirts. The Respect shirt's white. Um, and so he's like, oh, I might be able to start wearing my black shirts as it starts to cool down. I was like, oh, yeah. Um, he's like, oh, it's just, you know, catches that last bit of sun and heats you up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it gets hotter in sun and black. He's like, best tip is what you do is you wear two shirts. The first one you put on, black one. The second one you put on, a white one. And it just keeps you toasty for the whole day. And I was like, you're probably just warm because you got two shirts on. Yeah, that's my thinking initially. And also, what's the theory behind the second shirt? The, the white, second as in, shirt's it being white. Wouldn't so that reflect the light back out? I don't, I don't understand. But the... The black retains it. So there's just the bouncing between the it. two middle shirts. There's just this layer of heat that sits in there. Just... The best bit is uh, there's one dude there that calls him out. And so he would he, he, he didn't hear this one, but he would be like, that makes... And then... But I just skip all that. I'm just like, I'm not going to get into like... You're just going to get me to the point where I'm like, okay. But I just like, I was like, yeah. He's like, make sure you're wearing white and black shirt. And I was like... I'm not wearing two Maybe t-shirts. I'll you don't make it up. to 50 as a TA without learning a couple of things, okay? About life. I don't get the black and the white yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, you say He's um, just hot because he's wearing two shirts and one of them's black. And what a nightmare. What a nightmare where you, when you've got to do your work washing. Like, you've got to separate your whites from blacks. I've also never done you're, that and it's never been a problem. Have you, do you separate your whites and your darks? I try to. I always try to separate. But like if you buy a new, so if you're, but if you're going out and you're buying like five white shirts and five black shirts, you've got to separate them to start with for at least a little bit, like mm, first couple of washes. That's fair. So you're just split. You want to get the like you, top shit if, out. Yeah. If you, if, but if you're buying, if I buy like a few, I'm not going to throw in like a stark white shirt with random stuff. I don't want to get too heavy into the washing thing. But if you've got like, Brand new black shirts, brand new white shirts. You, you're not going to mix them, otherwise you're just going to be... And then you're not going to be warm during the day because you're going to have this, like, greyish, stained, white thing um, with a black shirt underneath, and I don't know how that would work. But it probably doesn't. That's the thing. But, yeah, that was pretty much him. I can't think of... There was not much else going around. Um, a few, few trade supporters a bit worried about the Boeing thing. Um, oh, because they're all eagles, aren't they? Yeah, they were like, they. I asked them, I was like laughing, and I was like, Josh Kennedy's told us to stop booing, and they were like, we won't. They were like, we will definitely blue. We will yeah, they will. That is weird, I don't know why. Oh. Well, what has she done? I guess all that stuff, how all those people, like, he ducked, and that's why he got punched, and it was all a plan for, to get gas suspended, gas flying, gas didn't do anything wrong. Bloody brace your glass jaw. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, that will we just hate. Oh man, it's yeah. weird, isn't it? It's hilarious. They were so they're like, yeah, no, we will definitely. I think so too. And then he was like, his best one was like, we'll probably boo Kennedy. As yeah, well. that's what I was actually shout out Mago. Mago was like, they're just going to boo Kennedy now. <laughs> boo! Don't tell us what to do. Well, that thing, the photo that Jack posted was Perth now. Uh, should the Eagles feel free to boo? It's like a reverse, like, freedom speech thing, like we're telling them they can't boo. and It's like, we should be able to do whatever we want. It's like, how about you guys just don't boo someone that's been punched in the face? It'd be like going to a rape victim and like, boo. It's like, why are you booing that person? What have they done wrong? Oh, I don't know. Like, nothing. Oh, it's just it's weird psychology. You could you could set a psychologist onto like the you know whatever percent of Eagles supporters that the people were talking about, and they could have a field gay field day. I reckon field gay maybe as well. Maybe that's a there's a conspiracy theory for you. Field gays. <laughs> the Eagles fans are all field gays. Well, that's some of the hardest hitting. <laughs> Tradies in the land saying that they're a bit up in the air about the whole. Like they know um, they know their fan base. But it, Obviously, Josh Kennedy knows it too. He's a good, he's a pretty nice just, dude. I've met him once or twice actually. Ah, oh, mate, he's fantastic. Anyway, I for me, win win. I am fingers crossed they boo. <laughs> I think it's amazing. So funny. It'd be incredible. But let's, anyway, since we're getting around the derby, let's touch on it and then we'll leave our lovely listeners. So what are, you re- what are your predictions, mate? Ten um, goals? Ten goal loss. I we'll get within 30. Straight off the bat. Mainly because I just bet on it. Nope. Nope. No. I reckon, I can't see us, um, uh, I can't see us getting on top of the midfield at the moment, especially if Fyatt's out. can't see us winning the ball out. If Sean Darcy rolls back in, maybe, possibly, um, or even if Rory Lobb runs in there, I think we need Sean I think Darcy to come plan. back. Yeah, I, possibility. Think I think it's more like um, I think with, if Fyatt doesn't play, which he probably doesn't play, I think it is very unlikely that he plays. I hope that it means that everyone else in the team pulls their finger out and, like, because, I don't know, Five had 20 touches and he probably gives us a lot of drive and some of the stuff we might not see. But at the same time, it's not like he's kicking these, like, deadly balls into our inside 50. Like, he basically just does brute work and, like, sockers it forward and, like, hand passes it. So, I think he yeah. gives us brute in the contest, but not necessarily polish. And what we're lacking at the moment is polish. Yeah. So, if we get rid of a bit of brute and get some polish in... Um, I just think people like Jared. It might mean that they get runs in the midfield and have really good games, and we're like, "Holy shit, Jared! Holy shit, Jared got twenty-seven touches and kicked a goal." Well, they would have to play out in their skin to match it with a midfield with West Coast. It just runs quite deep, and even with Yo and Shuey running off, playing up forward, like getting off the chain. I just think when when they get out, um, yeah. I just think we'll, we'll be in trouble when it goes to the outside. And then you've got, I think we'll struggle a bit trying to handle their forward line. I think it'll, um, it'll depend on whether we devolve into just kicking down the line to nobody or bombing it into our 50 or whether we actually like do anything oh, with the ball. Because 
There's one team that you can't yeah, bomb it down the line to. Yeah, it's the one team that we it down the line to the most, I reckon. You kick it within, like, anywhere that McGovern can, like, it just don't, like, if you're going to put the ball more than 20 metres off the ground, just don't do it. Like, if you're going to give the ball 10 seconds in the air, 8 seconds in the air, the ball needs to spend, like, 5 yeah, seconds. Yeah, we're going to need Walks just, like, jumping on his neck all the time, like he did at the last derby. Yeah, I just Play think if you give him time to set up behind, uh, just so he possibly. can just take hangers on it. Because it's like, well, Walters, you're going to fly at this anyway. You may as well be kneeing out their key bloody uh, marker, the, the like intercept marker. Oh, I just think they play, like, if we want to move the ball slow and carefully, it just plays into their the way they structure up behind and set up and then, and then run off and, and, and can move it. And then if they can't move it... They will go a 50-50 with Kennedy yeah. or something Yeah, so that's like the that. difference, basically. They turn it over it. in their back line and then they win those maybe 60, 40, 55, 45 marks. So they just like pluck, mark, pressure, relieve. They go back and then they hit another target. Whereas we hit like yeah. a 70, 30, drop the mark, and it's like, oh, well, now we're fucked. <laughs> they will, yeah, they'll often recognise a good lead with a good... You know, they just put, you know, they turn a 50-50 with a good kick into maybe 60-40, the quality of... Yeah, and they practice skills, so they actually take marks and stuff, which helps. Yeah. yeah. They're Premiers yeah, for, premiers you know, for they're a like, we're Definitely. realistically, we're playing Premiers for a reason. So, but there's nothing better than being the oh, underdog, mate, Johnny. I'm, there's nothing better I'm than being that 6 dollars impressed that we're the... Well, not impressed, sorry, that stoked that we're the underdog. Because the last two weeks when we were, like, $5 favourites... I was like, well, good, good. Um, but no, my Dockers play their best footy as underdogs. By far. Well, that note, let's... Um, the underdogs. On that note... A true underdog what, story. When we get back Dodge here next ball. week... Good movie. It is going to be doom and gloom if we go down in some unruly yeah. fashion. Who's next? Uh, Cherub probably against Jordan. I hope we just scrap it out and yeah. just grind it out. Keep them under uh, 70. And just put in a good, you know. Oh, Total match points under who knows? 20. Well, we can guarantee one thing though, Matt, will be here next we week. Be. We'll butter up. And we hope everyone can be back. Maybe don't, maybe don't like, share, and just get around oh, commenting. Just, just get around the Facebook. Just like it. Yeah. Like the Facebook and banter. we generally post one to two videos a week and then a like episode. And there will be no name calling. Mm. Really? Well, <laughs> That's probably our banter. main thing that we do. But yeah, nothing too mean. But We'll police it, and if someone unfairly picks on you, then judge yeah, will pick up like that. They're allowed. No. Um, <laughs> it's been a pleasure. <laughs> All right, thank you, Matthew. Well, we better hope to fuck that audacity works. Yeah, but I am... Um...